Welcome to Unshakable with Human Design, the show dedicated to helping entrepreneurs use human design to shift from hustle to flow without sacrificing results. Come here to become an unshakable human and build an unshakable business according to your human design. I'm your host, Nicole Lano. Hello and welcome to Unshakable with Human Design, everyone. I'm your host, Nicole Lano. And today, we're going to talk about you, you genius you. You are a genius. You have a genius. And not because of the things that you know, not because of the things that you've done, not because of how much success you've had, or because of the successes that you have made possible in your life. That's not what makes you a genius. You were actually born a genius. There is a genius in you. And what's upsetting is, and what I want to tackle with this episode, is that sometimes we're taught to not value what is our genius because it isn't what the rest of the world values. And that ultimately is what the not-self is all about. The not-self being in human design what we refer to as our conditioning, the stuff that's not us, the stuff that is not true to the core of who we are, of who we were designed to be, and that we each have a, a very specific purpose here in this life, that we play a role in the grand scheme of things, that it isn't just about doing what the outside world says will make you successful or what will make you validated by the rest of the world, that we serve a greater purpose. And think about the people that you know or the people that you have encountered in your life where you've just been like, that person is just so at home in themselves. They are just so deeply connected. They just feel so confident. And that might translate into success. But this is an inner thing that I'm talking about. We all know those people, right? And some of them just always had it. And some always didn't. And there can be aspects of your design that can determine whether you've always had it or you always didn't. There are certain aspects that are easier, first of all, to step into. They're easier for certain types of people to step into. It can be certainly easier for a man to step into ego energy than a woman. Be accepted for being in alignment with her defined ego. She might be seen as forceful. She might be seen as a bitch. And there's all these ways that conditioning can take over, either telling us that we're not enough in some way because we don't have the peace that society deems worthy and deems acceptable, or maybe we're too much. Maybe it's not convenient for others to deal with our wholeness. But what we are talking about is wholeness. We are talking about being comfortable, being whole, and being led by what feels right to us that is right for us, and trusting that beyond everything else that we have been taught. To be so true within yourself that when someone, a parent tells you when you're young that you should be on the football team, but instead you say, no, that's not for me. I want to play guitar. And they keep telling you to play football. You keep saying, no, I play guitar. That's not who I am. That's not part of my design. That's not part of what I am interested in. That's not for me is really what it comes down to. Can you stand up for yourself and say, that's not my genius. And that's not part of how I make my genius come out. So we are going to dive in today into where genius lives in the human design chart, how you can find it, 
and what really is involved with coaxing the genius out of yourself and being more aligned with who you are rather than with who the world told you you should be, which pulls you away from your genius. So if you felt like you've been searching for your purpose is another way that you can look at this. But really what I want to focus on is there is a light you are here to shine in the world. There is some way that you show up better than everybody else in that way for that thing. When you're doing it your way, whatever your way is, and human design can show you what your way is, when you show up, nobody can take their eyes off you. Everybody is coming to you and it just feels like things are easy. It feels like life is holding you and helping carry you. You feel guided. You feel led, right? So you are a genius. You are a genius. And we're going to dive into where you can find that in your chart, the areas that I look at, how I look at it, and the piece that not everybody is in tune with and what people often miss with this. So stay tuned. We're going to dive into all of that if that interests you. Um, we also have a workshop going on right now as we speak. When If you are listening to this the day that this airs on September 20th, then you have time to join us for the Unlock Your Voice podcasting masterclass. This is all about using human design to fuel your message and build a podcast that monetizes, building a podcast funnel and ecosystem that is built to monetize all based on your human design. If you want to join that, please go to nicolino.com forward slash masterclass and you can register for that still while while we are in the replay period. If you're listening to this after, you can reach out to me on Instagram if you're interested in that. Or you can join us in the Human Design Lab at nicolino.com forward slash lab and you can dive in with us into our monthly focuses where we help you deepen your connection to your human design so that you are living and being brought closer and closer to your genius every single day. You can join us in there. It's a super affordable way to get your feet wet with human design and get some time with me and get to know other people who are on this human design journey and what they are learning. So let's dive in to this. All of that will be linked up in the show notes, by the way, so you don't have to remember it all. So where human design can help guide you to your genius, where does it live in the chart? Like I said, we all have a genius that is unique to us, and we all have a particular path that gets us to that genius. So what is your genius in the human design chart? Really where it lives, the heart of it is in your incarnation cross. That is true. And really in your conscious side is the part that is about who you're here to be and the part that's going to be the more outwardly focused, meaning the part you're going to identify with, the part that you are going to be shining out in the world is going to be largely that conscious sun gate. So that top gate in the top right that's going to be your greatest point for contemplation, the area where we're going to say, are we living this? Are we shining it out? Are we broadcasting this? Is the theme of this coming through in a way that is exciting and draws people to me? Or is it coming through in a way where I'm hiding from it, I'm in the shadow of it, or I'm pushing people away with it? This can be the difference between being in your genius and feeling like nothing really works in your life. This gate is the most important gate, arguably, in your human design chart. And the second most is the one right below it, which is your conscious earth. And that is what holds this one down. That is what holds down your conscious sun. Now, your incarnation cross 
is not the only piece. Here's the thing about human design. When we talk about where it lives and when we talk about where the genius lives, it's going to be different for every single person. So when I give you something like the incarnation cross and I tell you that your genius can be found in the incarnation cross, what I'm really saying is that is one consistent place, no matter what is happening, that everybody has that is going to be a key piece of your human design journey, that if you are in alignment with your human design, if you have that where you are allowing your human design incarnation cross to be a guiding light in your life, if you are in alignment with that, then you will be stepping toward your genius. And you can broaden that by following your strategy and authority is going to help you be in alignment with that incarnation cross. Now, does it stop there? No. But in a podcast like this, it can be difficult for me to tell you where your genius can be found because your chart is different than mine, is different than everybody's. That's what makes human design so powerful as far as being differentiated. Your channels are going to play a role in it. What channels you have? I don't know. Are you a reflector where you have no channels? Does that mean that you have less of a genius? Absolutely not. It's going to be different though for you. It's going to show up differently for you. So if I tell you that it's your incarnation cross in your channels and you're a reflector listening to this, or you are someone who only has one channel, you might be thinking there's less genius for you. It's not true. It's just your path to your genius is going to be different. So the one consistency that I can give you is that incarnation cross. And by deepening your understanding of what your cross means and how it shows up for you, how those themes have played out in your life, how you've seen them show up in high expression and low expression. What is high expression or low expression of that? Do you understand what it is? And do you understand where this genius is guiding you because it is what you are here to put out in the world it is what you are here to have as your message and whether you have a business or not your message is going to be a key portion of your life it's going to be the thing that you are always exuding and shining in every relationship that you have it's always going to be there But it's particularly going to play a role if you are a business owner, if you are an entrepreneur and you have a message and you have a mission, your mission is going to definitely lie in your incarnation cross. There is something that you are going to find about it in there. 70% of your energy comes from that cross. So it's really important to have it in a high expression. But then there's the other aspects of it. Again, it's a holistic chart that we're looking at. It's a flow of energy. It's not any one thing is the most important and everything else falls away. It's all about it working together. So when I coach, I always say that I use human design as a map to show me your purpose, to show me where you're going, to show me what your message might be, to show me where your shadows might be, to show me what the best version of you can look like. What is that highest self of you? What does that really look like? The chart does show us that in a full expression of yourself, you would be X, Y, and Z based on what I see in a chart. That's what I do in a reading. This is how it would work if it were all working perfectly. And it has the potential to do that if you follow the mechanics and you become aware of certain things and you start to live by your design. So when I say that I use human design as a map, some people ask me, what do I mean by that and how does that work? So your incarnation cross, they all have a name, right? So if you're looking at your chart and you see incarnation cross, 
it says something. It'll say L-A-X or R-A-X. And in some rare cases, it'll say J-U-X. And then it'll say a word. Typically, most of them are said that way. So you might be the R-A-X, which is the right angle cross, which means that yours is a personal destiny. So that tells me something about the flavor of it, right? Right angle cross of the sleeping phoenix. And that's an incarnation cross. So that is a personal destiny of the sleeping phoenix. Now, lots of people, literally lots of people, it's a very popular incarnation cross. And even in my own world, I know tons of people who have the cross of the sleeping phoenix. Now, the cross of the sleeping phoenix, does that mean that everybody who has that is the same, has the same purpose, has the same genius? No. That would be boring, and that wouldn't be very differentiated. It would be very homogenized then if everybody was the same. But it's not that way. That's where the other aspects of your chart start to add flavor to this. Are you a cross of the sleeping phoenix where your only channel is the 3420 and that's what makes you a manifesting generator? There are so many ways that you can look at this. Even that particular cross, which everyone who has that cross is a manifesting generator because it incorporates the 3420 channel, which is the manifesting generator channel. Everybody who has that cross is a manifesting generator. Now, that doesn't mean that they're all the same either. You do get a little bit closer. There, there is more commonality in that cross. But I guarantee you, every single cross of the sleeping phoenix people that I know are wildly different. There are so many ways. Because the cross, there's a name for the cross. But those gates, those four gates, the conscious sun, the conscious earth, the unconscious sun, the unconscious earth, the two on the top of the right and the left columns on either side of your chart, they can be in different order. So 34 might be your someone's conscious son, and then someone else might have 34 as their unconscious son. That's very different. That's going to show up very differently. It's going to be a very different person. These things matter. Now, maybe they have the exact same configuration, 34 conscious son, 20 conscious earth, 55 in the unconscious son, and the 59 in the con- unconscious earth. Maybe that's the configuration that, that two people have. But one of them is a 3-5 and the other one is a 6-2. It can be a very different person. They're going to be very different people. Maybe one of them has just that one channel. And then the other one has four channels or has the entire integration circuitry. So much of this tells us what you're here to do, how you're here to show up. So I say I use it as a map, right? I use human design as a map to show us the, the path to your genius. But if you had a map, it isn't just about knowing where things are. It's about knowing how you get to each location on the map. How do you get to each piece of treasure? If you don't know how you get there, then it's not much of a map, is it? If you can't see the roads, if you can't see how you can access it. That's what the other aspects of your design tell us. They tell us how we get you to it. So a projector... You'd have to use a different cross because there's no projectors that have the sleeping phoenix cross. But a projector is going to have a very different way of realizing and accessing their genius than a manifester. And certainly than a manifesting generator. It's going to be very different paths to it. Someone with a defined ego is going to have a very different path than somebody with an undefined ego. 
there's going to be different things that show up. Your type is going to dictate what you are here to do. How do you express yourself? If you're a generator, there's going to be doing involved. You're going to be doing things in service of it. Projectors, there might be more waiting and hanging out with that. Going to be a different way of this being expressed and being experienced in your life. So this is why sometimes when we we start focusing on something like genius, I'll, I'll tell you what I find it incredibly useful for is recognition of your genius. If you have a particular cross, I'm the cross of dominion. I need to know that there are certain aspects of my design that I have to embrace. And this is what the contemplation and going through a Gene Keys journey is like. But where we can see where we've been holding back in really owning a particular part of us. For me, one of them can be my gate 45 and my unconscious son. There's a lot of work for me to do. The unconscious stuff is always interesting because that's, that's genius that's locked inside of us. That's something we radiate. That is something that we put out without knowing it. But we have to be in a high expression of it. It is the path that gets us to unlock that piece. So my gate 45, I have to step into that role as a teacher. I have to recognize my role in the tribe, so to speak, that it is a material gate, that materialism is part of who I am and doesn't necessarily mean materialistic. For a while, I got very focused on conscious sun and conscious earth and my 6463 caught in my head. These sit in the head center. And the 6463 sit in the head center and I got a little caught up there feeling like I I get that I'm supposed to do mindset work. I get that I'm supposed to help people with mindset. I get that I'm supposed to help people resolve their issues with the past to make sense of it and to transcend it by looking at it differently, by approaching it differently, by taking the, the white knuckle grip off of trying to figure everything out to just allow things to process. I did a lot of shadow clearing. I did a lot of helping people rewrite their stories, their money blocks. All of that stuff came from that 64 gate, my conscious son. I was ignoring the unconscious side. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to let go of the business stuff and I'm going to go over to the mindset stuff. How do I be just a mindset teacher? How do I just do this? And this is one of the pitfalls that I hit. And I had to recognize that part of my genius, actually a stronger part of my genius, a stronger pull in my chart because of the other activations in the chart, a stronger pull is actually to the material side, to the business side, to the sales side, the marketing side, and educating people on how to thrive monetarily, materially, in the material world. So it helped me to not disown a part of my genius and to feel really comfortable diving into it, and to explore what that meant to me. So understanding where it lived and understanding what what I needed to do to walk the path, meaning I had to be aligned as a manifesting generator. I have to. To be aligned as an emotional authority, to be aligned with the other aspects of my design and all the other pieces that make me me. And I also have to see what's there, be aware of what's there to recognize how a conscious thought that I have about if I'm doing mindset work, I've got to let go of the business stuff because that feels better in the moment. Not to disown something because I have an idea about it. 
that not to discount an area of what actually is part of my genius, which I always felt connected to. I was just a little scared of it. So it was in a low expression. I was not in a high expression with my unconscious side. So bringing these things into our awareness, this is how we start to step into our genius. And this is how we start to use the pieces in our chart. But we use the pieces in our chart by using our whole chart, by looking at ourselves as the holistic genius being that we are. So I hope that you found this helpful. I hope that you see how your genius can start to bloom through walking the path of your design, through understanding that there's a path to your genius as well as the genius itself, which sometimes can get confusing. People think, if I just know what this means, then it will all make sense. No, you learn what it means and then you walk it and you learn what it means and then you walk it. You deepen your understanding of what it means and you walk it some more and you keep living by your design. You keep walking the path and it keeps deepening. It keeps opening up and shedding more and more light on what it is and you become more and more of the light of what it is and that can become your message and that can become your genius and that is how you start to stand out in a crowded space so i hope you found this helpful if you want to join us in the podcasting masterclass where i dive into the messaging behind how you can build a message for your podcast according to your human design we actually covered that in day two but you still have time to join us for the replays. You can go to nicolano.com forward slash masterclass to join that and register. You can also join us in the human design lab if you just want to jump into something to start getting used to your design and start living by your, your design and experimenting with it. You can join us at nicolano.com forward slash lab and you can join us over there. Thank you so much for being here, everybody. Remember, in order to have an unshakable business, you must first become an unshakable human. So thank you for letting us help you on your journey of becoming unshakable with human design. We'll see you next time. If you love this episode and you're a fan of the show, please show us the love on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to the show and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with other entrepreneurs on their human design journey, join our free Facebook community, Human Design for Entrepreneurs. Go to nicolano.me forward slash podcast links to join the group, book a human design reading with me, or access our free human design resources. We'll see you there.